welcome back. Another uh, long overdue episode of Coast Favorite Cheesesteaks, hosted by yours truly, Dakota and Timothy. How we doing? Good, good. How are you doing? It's been too long. It's been, yeah, it's been a, a very long minute, um, but we are back at it. We're doing our uh, top 10 player rankings for the 2022 season. So I had a oh, celebratory. Oh, the best time of the year. I had to get a celebratory beer, a little mango cart. So, oh, look at you! Yeah, I have uh, orange flavored water. That's always right yeah. That's get your got. get your vitamin C in. That's what good to you know do it special for the big occasion. But I am uh, very excited to do the top ten, one of my favorites, and we start out with the very exciting, sexy position, mm-hmm. just like my co-host, interior offensive line, which is always a good one to get the the, the engine rolling. Oh, yes. We got guards and centers, you know, so definitely will be a, a nice, nice little list here. Um, we did have uh, well, we did discuss briefly that we're only going to do uh, two honorable mentions. We had uh, it was Ali Marpet and what was the other one? Rodney Hudson, correct? Um, yeah, yeah. Both uh, with the veteran guard or even Brandon Brooks, two retired Brandon, guys. Brandon Brooks Brooks as well. Yeah. yeah. It's a shame. Yeah. Brooks, Brooks and Marpet both retired um and then hudson just legendary you know center but he's he didn't have a great year with arizona so we'll see if he bounces back but moving on let's get right into it i don't see any need to uh to dilly dally so uh perfect why don't you start off start well, us off at number 10 so number 10 i gotta say this one i've got a uh gotta sell a little bit so i just want to you know start off with a very key point as you know you've okay. heard but you may forget because you're very forgetful this is true. my three rankings always come down to when i do the top 10 going to next year is what they did last year next year and if i started my team where would they be sure so this guy comes in on my list and he he didn't have, I, I wouldn't say it a bad year because if you look off the pff stat um, grading uh, he was the third overall offensive guard but he only started eight games last year but okay. He started all 16 his rookie year and made it to the um, 2020 rookie team. So definitely has some success in his in his, uh, in his history. But okay. I think the ultimate sign of you're going to be a good player, wouldn't be surprised if he makes the all-pro team, is that Bill Belichick went ahead, traded away a veteran that everyone is so confused why he did it, a veteran who was still performing really well, traded him away to create a spot for – one of the biggest reaches in the first round in a couple of years, but also for my number 10 offensive guard. And okay. I'm going to go with Michael Onwenu. And uh, I might've nah. brutalized his name, but listen, the guy, like I said, he didn't play a whole bunch last year. He had eight games started. He played all 16 games, but didn't mm-hmm. start eight game, um, only eight. He started all 16 his rookie year, made the all rookie team. Like I said, had a great PFF rating, only two, three penalties this year. Um, but I think the guy's in for a big, big, big season coming up Shaq Mason is gone Bill Belichick one you know we'll see I don't know why he would have given up a Pro Bowl offensive guard so easily for a fifth round pick but hey he's probably going to be terrible next year and we're all going to be you know just worshiping Bill Belichick as we usually do when he makes these veteran moves but I think this is a real sign that Billy B's got plenty faith in Michael Onwenu and I think he's in for a big big season next year so cracking my number 10 with that future projection I'm going with the Patriots guy yeah, I saw him, you know, I was thinking about it, but he just just missed the cut this time around. So well, I knew uh, that. I mean he hasn't played a decade in the league, but you yeah, look, you know, yeah, I mean, you know, you know how I'd be doing it. So 
Um, this way, when Billy B moves on from someone, that usually means that either that player is going to fall apart or he has someone even better waiting to play. And I think that it's going to be the, the, you know, the latter on this occasion. Fair enough. I mean, yeah, it's the, the best coaches seem to, you know, typically know, um, you know, what, when a player's usually when a player's on their way out. So we'll see, we'll see. Um, so my number 10 uh, spoiler alert is one of my uh, three centers on this list. Oh, okay. Yeah, got a you know little bit of a uh, little bit of a younger guy. He hasn't been in the league too too long, um, and I can't remember when he was drafted because my internet doesn't want to uh, cooperate right now at this moment. But he is currently playing center for the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, Mr. Oh, Creed my. Humphrey. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you tell me something ridiculous, can okay. I just cut in and just say we've gotten to number 10 on the first episode and you've come in with your nonsensical <laughs> bullshit already. Can you at least warm me up? Like, at least buy me dinner before you're just going to go and ram it down? Like, like, do you ever, like, think, do you ever think, like, oh, like, maybe he could be a good player even if he only played one year in the league? Like, you realize, like, I, you know what, just go ahead. Just go ahead. No, no, keep going. He's on my list. No, no, he's on my list. I'll get to him at a respectable amount. Just just has easily one of the best seasons of any offensive lineman, let alone interior. But yeah, he hasn't played three, you know, four seasons. So go ahead. Please tell me something nonsensical. No, I mean, I'll let you, you know, tackle the uh, most of the defense there. But I mean, yeah, the thing that stands out is one sack allowed. Obviously, super great, but also, you know, a center. So they don't. I feel like they don't typically give up a ton of sex, but, um, you know, his numbers are great. I mean, only, only six penalties. He was second. He was second in uh, offensive snaps, you know, the over a thousand, very dependable, which the chiefs needed because their line in the super bowl two years ago was atrocious. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, how I, you know, how I am with my, you know, Got to see a consistency, you know? So, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this isn't a Vita Vea thing where I don't even put him on the list. You know, this is like I'm acknowledging his, his growth, you know? So, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, th- I, I'll, I'll leave it alone. Okay. Just, I can't believe you're, you're starting this. I, I did, you know what? Before we started this episode, obviously, I knew going into this, you know, he was had a dominant season. He's a rookie, so naturally you were going to hate on him, embarrass his rankings. Sure. But I, f- I figured it'd be a little bit better than number 10. I didn't think we were going to start with number 10 here. It's just the bias is just disgusting, but hey, we'll let it go. I just, I'm just used to it now, but thanks for just, you know, coming out firing. So, all right, okay. moving on. Because you know what? Perfect segue, incorrect segue, but perfect segue to my number nine, because it's a teammate of, your idiotic number 10 uh-huh. and he actually speaking of bill belichick moving on from veterans and making spots for younger guys this is one of those guys that he did recently um so another guard that bill belichick moved on from but unlike the other veterans bill belichick moved on from this guy still had some of the tank had the highest graded ranking in pass blocking for all offensive guards um in the perfect system for that so i'm going okay. with joe tooney whose first season with Kansas City, I got to say, was a complete, complete success. Doesn't give you a ton of the run blocking, but with the team he's on, he, he doesn't need to. Uh, but he, he plays strength to strength. He's great at pass blocking, and he plays on arguably the best pass, passing team in the league. So great fit, great match, really improved an offensive line that needed it. 
and just formed a dynamic tandem with, you know, your number 10 ranking that you brutally mis, uh, misfired on. Can we put Tooney at nine? Yeah, it's respectable. Okay, if you say so. I mean, I don't even think he was the best player on his own line, but, you know, you, you, know, you have your own thoughts, so go ahead. I mean, uh, if you... Do you think he's uh, well? What do you think? Do you think he washed up? He, he did a decline from you know New England to KC or no? I you know what? He I was think pretty it's... high on our list. He last year he was where was he last year? He was number four on my list last year. Well, that means nothing because your lists are just atrocious. All usually. right. All right. <laughs> But I mean, you know what? I think there was other guys that are more well-rounded. I had him um, number eight, so he pretty much started right around my same list as last year. Okay. Um, I bumped him down one spot, but there, I think there's a couple other guys that stepped into it um, that put on better experience. Like I said, his teammate who had an incredible rookie season, who I just don't embarrass by putting at number ten, will make an appearance later on my list, so that I'll, that bumped him down really. But I, I think with Tooney, it's he's kind of a one-man, sh- you know, one style. He's not really a great run blocker at all. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's the best pass blocking offensive guard, and he's on a pass first team, which is a perfect marriage. But, yeah, I do kind of hold it on him that he's kind of one-sided. <clears throat> well, uh, that that's your – that's – all right. I have him a little higher, but uh, – okay. Go ahead. Yeah. This one I'm curious because he's – I feel like he's either higher on your list or he's not on your list, so we're going to find out. But my number nine uh, – comes in at a cleveland brown i have a mr wyatt teller at number nine okay fair enough okay i'll give you this before you even continue Mm -hmm. i feel like we have i want to say i'm predicting now i feel like me and you have wyatt teller and joe tooney just swapped on different spots he's on my top 10 i feel like we just have them swapped it's possible it's possible i think so too but hey fair enough go ahead i think um so last year I had him at number 10. So I gave him a little, little bump, you know, consistency there and help. I mean, that Cleveland Browns run game was amazing, you know. Yeah. Um, only second, what, to the Eagles? But we had a running quarterback, so. Um, but, yeah, no, they did a phenomenal job. Uh, I feel like his, you know, his, like, deep stats aren't as telling as for Teller. Ha, ha, ha. Um but, you know, he's a consistent player, <laughs> only four sacks allowed, which is tied 17th. But, like, I'm sure that's over, you know, tons of players. Um, 11 penalties is a bit much, you know. But yeah, climbing get called for a lot. But for a guard, I feel like usually the tackles get more penalized. So that, that to me, I kind of, you know, bumped it back a little bit from moving them up higher. But, I mean, overall, you know, re- obviously a phenomenal run blocker. Um, as part of that Cleveland Brown beast line. Um, but yeah, I, I don't really, I don't have any issues with him. I think he's him, him fitting in with that uh, Browns line. They're one of the best you know, up there with the Eagles and even the Cowboys still um, and the Colts, but yeah, I like him at nine. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, listen, I won't give you really any argument there. Okay. Um, I, I think honestly, like, Assuming we have all the same – around the same players, I think you're not really going to surprise me with anyone. I just knew Humphrey was going to surprise me, but we got that out of the way. So I think we probably would be similar going forward. But moving on my number nine – or number eight. So I've got definitely a guy on the back of his career. 
homer or not you you know say with what you want but i had him as pff had him as the third overall ranked safe center i have him as the third overall ranked center on my list okay. he was the number one uh run blocking center from um uh pff's level. or i apologize number three overall and okay. uh, or number two all right come on let's get our facts mix, mix up yeah yeah <laughs> try I'm, I'm tripping over my own words there um but yeah like i said you said it earlier he was a steamroller for the number one ranked rushing team last year. He was just extremely valuable in bringing along a young quarterback, an experienced quarterback, and easily still one of the five coolest dudes in the NFL. So even though he's on the backswing of his career, I thought he showed more life and looked younger out there last year than he has in the season before. So I'm going with at number eight, Jason Kelsey. Wow. I, I don't look forward to the rest of our list if we're going to agree right here. Cause I also had Jason Kelsey at number eight. Look at that. That's what you got. I knew the rookie was going to throw it off, but I figured we yeah. would come around in the same kind of style. But yeah, I mean, I still think, I, I still think he's got something in the tank. I know he's oh, older, but well, he looked. I think now that they have the replacement for him that they drafted, his name is just escaped my brain. Um, but I think this is going to be his last hoorah for real this time. So probably what, 34 you know or something. Yeah, I think he's around there. But you know what? He seemed re-energized with his team. Obviously, in 2020, yeah. him and the whole team just looked bad. But he looked re-energized. I think playing next to uh, Dickerson helped. I think getting some young blood in there yeah. helped fire him up. Because the guy seems like he's just a leader. Like, he leads the team. He seems like he just likes to take everyone under his belt and just win at all costs. I, I expect him to be even more and more energized. The team's going to look – the team looks pretty good next year, I think. I think there's more success to come. And I think he's just going to bring out the best of them. I mean, he looks great. I mean, him pulling, him blocking down the field, he's just an incredible run blocker. And you factor in the team's success that came with it. And him and what he did with Hurts, just being the leader, I think helped a lot. Oh, yeah. I I was going to say, shout out Landon Dickerson. He might be on this list next year. Who knows? That's no, true. Yeah, but, I thought about him. Uh, I, yeah, I, I thought, I was like, maybe honorable mention. But I was like, it's too soon. It sounded like a homer. Um, but he, yeah. I mean, they they look like a great unit so hopefully everyone stays healthy and they perform but yeah i mean jason kelsey is like people have tattoos of him like he is a philadelphia legend will always be um and he deserves all all the praise because he really i mean he had one sack last year um only had four penalties so he's a beast he is a beast um but yeah yeah all right so that was my eight too so you can go right into your seven Cool. So this guy, I got to say, I first off, I think he's playing the wrong sport with a name that he has. He's not named after just one NBA Hall of Famer. He's named after two, which I actually didn't know until today. Oh, so, wow, wow. In, <laughs> took me a minute. <laughs> yeah, but I get you bet you don't know his middle name because this one surprised me. So we have Shaq Elijah Mason coming in at number seven. Elijah Wan, really? his parents have to be name. basketball fans there's no there's no way around that i think the guy messed up i don't know how he got to smart football with a name like that like the dude had to at least played some kind of basketball in his life <laughs> i just and I, I, looking at him i just don't think that anyone will be able to stop him on the low post so i, I mean maybe he missed his calling but here he is going off that he was the number four overall ranked guard on pff and i know i alluded to him a little bit when we were talking about belichick moving on from veteran players that seem like they have plenty left but mm. i'm Seems maybe to be a theme you know, here <laughs> yeah i mean you know 
I'm sure that Anwenena will be an all-pro next year and Shaq Mason will just fall apart and forget how to play football. Probably. But I have a feeling he's still got something left. And he's only 28. Like I said, he was the fourth overall ranked guard in PFF. He slides in perfectly to block for Tom Brady and just take Ali Marpich's job. I can't imagine anyone is happier than Tom Brady about that trade. But mm. outside that, he's a mauler when it comes to run blocking. Uh, he's been a mauler in the run game for a while. Obviously, the Patriots, you know, last couple of years with Brady and then post Brady have been a very heavy running team. And I think it was a lot to do with that strong offensive line they had. But the guy's been pure consistency. I, Billy B might know something that I don't, but I don't think he's going to fall off. Um, but I think he's still going to be very good next year. Had a good season. I think he fits in perfectly going back to Tom Brady and that incredible offensive line with the Bucks. So got Shaq, Elijah, Juan Mason at number seven. All right, number seven. Uh, I have him uh, pretty soon, but uh, number seven, this is where I have uh, Joe Tooney. Um, oh, yeah, okay. some of the things that, I mean, I know you were giving me a little bit of, uh, you know, crap for Creed Humphrey there, but hey, look, I mean, his numbers are very similar and his from a guard's perspective, only one sack allowed, uh, third in offensive snaps played with over a thousand Eight penalties is a little much, but it's not, you know, as bad as, you know, 11 from Teller and stuff like that. So he's getting a little older, but he's still really good. And there's a reason that, um, you know, the Chiefs went and made sure they acquired him last year. And so, yeah, he's still he's still a, a staple at the guard position in this league. Um, and uh, yeah, he remains in the top 10. Fair enough. I was, you know what, this is where I was off by one. I'm not, I, you know, I was close. I told you it'd be close. But number six, I have a guy you already went with, and uh, right around the same spot, but I went Wyatt Teller here at number okay. six. A lot of the stuff you said, I also think he's a guy on the rise. I think he just finished his fourth season. And, I mean, the last year, in 2020, he put up a 92 um, grade of PFF, was the number one overall ranked guard. Mm. Kind of dipped this year with uh, 85, but, you know, it's – not like he fell off completely he still looks consistent he's still young enough i think that he can still get better obviously that uh, entire browns offline is pretty solid all around yeah. um and they have a dominant run game um but he played all 17 games last year he was a little hurt uh the years before so it was good to see him put in a, um 17 games he was a second team all pro made the pro bowl i think it was more encouraging to see that he played a full season you know after the injury concerns he played 11 games last year you know eight, I think his rookie year, uh, 15 in uh, 2019, but I was only starting half those games. Mm-hmm. But I think definitely still be promising. He's got a bright future. Like we said, we, you're looking at guys that can keep getting better. This is one of those guys I think is already really good, but can still get keep getting better. He's only, you know, 27. So still got plenty of room to grow. Yeah. I mean, linemen tend to get better with age. So, um, you know, a lot of the players get better with their speed and stuff and, you know, linemen keep beefing up. So we'll see. I think, like I said, I think I'm, I, I view that Browns offensive line super highly. And especially with so many question marks at their quarterback spot right now, uh, they're going to rely on that run game. So be good, good player. My number six, which kind of scares me because this to me tells me that we have a very similar top five. Um, I'm, so well, mine, mine is a correct, you know, version yours just you know okay discriminatory yeah. to anyone that okay been leafed all right years. all right number six i had uh as as you said uh shaquille elijah mason 
at number six. You cannot say Elijah. You did not know his middle name was Elijah until I told you. <laughs> I said, as you said. I want at least sourced. Give me a hat tip. Give me a sourced. All right. Tim My work excited goes to uh, Timothy. What's your middle name? Joseph. Thank you. Timothy Joseph the Mullen. The Good job. Senior, the first. I gotta say, what do you what do you think? Honestly, I mean, I I don't. I think he's from Tennessee, so I couldn't really get a factor on where his parents might like. You know, what basketball team they like. If you were naming your child after your favorite player, or your two favorite players, mm-hmm. is it more impressive to name them your first name? You know, after Shaq, or the fact that they gave Elijah one's middle, you know, last name to his middle name. Like they didn't even go with Hakeem. They wanted it so obvious that this was Elijah <laughs> one that used his last name. I, like, I, I just, I think that's more flattering. I would say because the first name is more used than the middle name, that Shaq was probably the parents' favorite player, if that's the case. If it, I mean, the they chances that they're not named, one. the chances that he's not named after the two NBA players is like, it has to be almost impossible that it's not. But um, yeah, no, I would say Shaq. Um, and then yeah, Elijah Wan would be like, because I, I think you made, you actually made a pretty good point there. Like they didn't name him Akeem. I usually do. Okay, well, because then it would have been Akeem O'Neal Mason, you know. So it could he could have been a whole different man. Yeah, it doesn't, I mean it doesn't Elijah Wan is kind it. of it's kind of an out there like last name like it's not like a Jones or Smith. It's kind of let alone off the tongue. I mean, yeah, it's great to say, but let alone like a first or middle name like. I just, it's, it's, it's an ultimate form of compliment. I think, I mean, if they did Hakeem, maybe someone thinks that they're talking about Hakeem Knicks, I don't know, Giants fan, yeah. North Carolina, yeah. you know, followers, well, well, but there's no doubt who Elijah Wong is. Well, being that, you know, he uh, has such a pedigree with his name, I had to bump him up a little bit. So fair enough. Um, <laughs> fair enough. You didn't know that until now, but okay. But, uh, right. Yeah. Another guard that only gave up one sack. Um, four penalties and uh you know his overall for his pff is 85.2 which is obviously very good um then with guards like him they're good at both pass and run blocking um because when you start to get into tackles sometimes the tackles are like they're like elite you know at running blocking or pass blocking but then they're like okay at the other um but i think shaq mason's like pretty solid all around so um yeah great great addition now with uh i mean he's got brady coming back now for the bucks so they they went from uh you know super bowl or they went from like playoff you know somewhat contenders after brady retired to like okay yeah they're super bowl contenders again so yeah uh, no no, no, i I hear that i mean i i gotta say this is going to be the ultimate test i think of belichick and his just his greatness. Because if you think about it, like he moved on from Tooney last year. Mm-hmm. And I, I wouldn't say it blew up in his face, because obviously I have a lot of praise. And I think on one end, what now is going to be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but Tooney clearly hasn't fallen off. He's clearly still a very good player. But now he's moved on from Shaq Mason as well. Obviously, they drafted Cole Strange in the first round, who, you know, raised everyone's eyebrow, who I would imagine will be the other starting guard. Mm-hmm. so now he's not only just moved on from one pro bowl guard still in like the prime of their career like we're talking about two guys on our top 10 but he's done it twice and now he's gonna replace him with you know a six round pick and one of the biggest reaches that we think so if this works out well then like he just bill belichick just reminds us again for the millionth time how much smarter he is about football than everyone else oh yeah yeah 
but like a fifth round pick that I don't get. Like I have to think someone was going to give. If I were the Eagles, I would have traded a fifth round pick to get Shaq Mason. <laughs> not even without question. Just why not? His contract wasn't that bad. I, he's like twenty eight. I just I feel like he, there was definitely more out there to get. But we'll mm. see if. Mm. If Alwyn enters the All-Pro and Strange starts 16 games and looks great as a rookie, then you know what? I will never doubt him again. I'll just pick whoever's starting an offensive line for the Patriots next year will just be on my top 10 list. Fair. But we'll see. All right. Crack open that top five. What do you got? So I'm going to move some – moving on to my number five. Mm-hmm. And this is uh, my second center on the list. And you're probably going to hate this because this is just going to highlight how – idiotic you actually are you said second center. oh this is probably humphrey isn't it center. no no no. this is my second center on this oh so they I said second stunner oh no no it is a little bit of a we, stunner though i have uh i have my second center on the list and i'm just gonna let you know you're gonna hate it because you just you for whatever reason are ridiculous okay but i'll give you credit this guy he's an absolute stud he was an all pro i believe again this season um, he was an all pro last year. He was on my list last year. I think he was at number uh, five last year as well. So kept him right around the same spot. I thought he was uh, instrumental, just like I thought with Jason Kelsey and helping develop his young quarterback. Um, I think he made a big, big impression and helped his young quarterback take the next step, especially since they brought him in on uh, Justin Herbert's rookie year. And he and Herbert has been a stud ever since. You said this he is your second, the- this is your second center. Correct. Yes. So yes. this list is already wrong. So this is, he's a second team all pro. So just remember that means that he did not make first team all pro. That okay. means there was a center ahead of him. So just okay. putting that out there. Okay. okay. So my number five is Corey Lindsley. Here we go. So yeah. So guy he has been second team all pro this year. He's first team last year. He's been very healthy, very stellar. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just plays behind great quarterbacks. You know, he's, he was exactly what the, uh, what Justin Herbert and the Chargers needed. They had an abomination of an offensive line, and they did a great makeover in one season, kind of like what the Chiefs did as well. Um, but, yeah, he's my number five. He's my second center because I correctly have my number one center rated a little bit higher. Um, this is just highlighting, again, how just discriminatory you are to people that are under the age of 30. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, hey, continue with your nonsense. Uh, that is um... – baffled by that decision but um you you can do you i sure um i'm not saying humphrey's you know not uh you know a great up-and-coming star but he's not better than Corey lindsley but <clears throat> do you that's see about that okay um anyways my number five um a guy who is uh he's got a new new uh team this year it's going to be uh, okay. protecting a, a second-year quarterback, oh. uh, new head coach. You know, went okay. went from the you know the metro area to uh, down down by some palm trees. Mister uh, Brandon okay. Scherf, guard oh, God. from Washington. What you, do you mean, you oh, guard? Just you are just you you are embarrassing yourself. This was, if you remember. My biggest issue with last year was you had him ranked at like number 10. He didn't move a spot. He made the all pro team, had the best season of his career and didn't move in your top 10. This year, he has arguably his worst year. And then you move him all the way up to number five. Uh-uh. He was number six in my thing last year. Uh, yeah, but it, you had him six the year before. You just, he didn't move. He had all, his, literally his best season 
all year, his entire career, didn't move anywhere. No. Has his no. worst year and moves I got up receipts. a spot. I got receipts. Oh my! This is our third. So let's I can't do third. This is our third year. This is our third year. This is our third year of doing rankings. Shout out us. Okay. Uh, number six in twenty twenty was Brandon Scherf. Number six okay. in twenty twenty one was Brandon Scherf, and number. So he didn't move after an all pro season. His best of his career. <laughs> Go on. And number five in twenty twenty is Brandon. Scherf. So I pushed him up. You know that pedigree is uh, escalated him. I mean, he played what so just, half the season this year, but he's going to be healthy. It's the same that we had Brooks so played, in there last year because we assumed he was going to be healthy. So, okay, so basically, I'm just, I just want to throw a couple things at you. Five-time Pro Bowler, one-time All-Pro, going to a new team. He's healthy, hopefully. Yeah, like I said, PFF isn't the end-all to be-all, but he—if you go off their stats, his second-to-worst season ever of his seven-year career was this past year. Doesn't mean he can't um, bounce back. That's true, but what, what did you say? He missed half the season. Somehow that bumps him up. You know, he played no. Well, he played treat. eleven games. Okay, so eleven games, which is hard. He played more games in twenty twenty. So zero, somehow he moved up. Zero sacks. Okay, I'm just. I think my biggest concern is that after his best season of his career, he stays idle, doesn't move, has arguably his worst season of his career, and moves up somehow. This is. There's no balance to your rankings. It just doesn't make sense. You just kind of pick names out of the hat. No, just, he was none of it makes sense. He was at six the last two years, and I just bumped him up because I think he's gonna have a really good year. I think he's gonna help Trevor Lawrence a lot. You touched on this twice now about really talented linemen helping develop young quarterbacks in Kelsey and um Lindsley. And I think Sheriff's gonna do the same thing. He's gonna help Lawrence really develop. He's got a good coach and Peterson and they got they got a lot of talent in in Jacksonville surprisingly. So your so your main argument for keeping him at number five is that he's going to the Jacksonville Jaguars and that'll prove his future because they've just been a just history of success there. If 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 he doesn't end up being in the uh, mention for Pro Bowl or All Pro, I'll owe you a six pack of beer because I that's how good I think he is. Fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. I, I yeah. think it's. I think you're a year late on this. You know, love and respect for him. Not a long. I mean, he played for Washington. I obviously don't have that much love and respect for him, but I think he's a phenomenal player. He's he's had a little bit of the injury bug, but I think you know, eleven games is still. It's not what you want, but it's better than missing a whole season. You know, there's a lot of players that can't stay healthy at all. So that's true. That's a good point. That's so good yeah. Point. Well, I will uh, hate to break it to you now because no, now no. we've got to the point. Because I was like. Obviously, you were incorrect about where you had Humphrey. But I was like, just looking at the math, one of our top five isn't going to be correct. So I didn't even have Brandon Sharp in my top ten. He was number eleven for me. But being honest with you, wow, he I had him in number four last year, but he had a down year. Every metric you look at, he <laughs> has a down year for him. You just shit on me from going from you said, oh, you well, you had him from ten to four, and now you're dropping him from four to out of the top ten. You're a hypocrite. Maybe you know, listen, listen. Maybe that's a little dramatic, but like I said, he's coming off his worst year. So why do I feel more confident in him going forward? I gave him the respect he deserved because he had his best year two seasons ago when I put him at number three. But then he had arguably his worst season, and now he's going to a new team. I see, you know, best season, you know, number one guard in PFF, first team All Pro. Those get those are good metrics for my rankings. You going to Jacksonville, worst season of your career, only played 11 games. Those are kind of what you use to push people up. 
I just, it's just saying, there's, there's, no I wouldn't argue if you had him at like eight or nine just because of those concerns, but to say he didn't even make your list, that's a little fair enough. All right, listen, I'll give you that. Maybe I was a little dramatic, but you know, hey, he's a Redskins, so, Wait, he so didn't who deserve it? Who didn't make my list that was on your list then? Oh, the uh, the guard you can't pronounce his name, I now. yeah, we don't know that I'm not pronouncing his name correctly, but you don't know how to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But see, okay. like, let's move on to the one that's really going to hurt your soul and kill you. All right, number four. Who is your number four? So number four is a guy who had the highest rated PFF score of any rookie offensive lineman ever since they've started recording the stats. Sorry. He, what? what, what, what you said rookie? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me – are you done? Because I want to finish. He was the number one <laughs> overall – Number one overall ranked center rookie. on PFF's list. No, an entire list this season. But he's a rookie. He is a rookie. Mm. He was also first team all pro. He mm-hmm. was the number one ranked run blocking center. Mm-hmm. He was number three when it came to pass blocking. The guy is just all around stud. He played 16 games, which is better than 11, just in case you were uh, you lost count. He walked in and immediately dominated from the get-go. Just absolute stud. Turned around a whole offensive line, really. I mean, you could talk about Joe Tooney was in there. Uh, Trey Smith came on. But this was the guy that really changed everything. And I don't care that he only played 17 games because in those 17 games, he absolutely dominated. And that's not the only the, way to look I'm at it. I'm not going to deny that, but you know how I am. I need a little more yeah, meat no, on the know. bone. So, and you know how I am. I'm always a year ahead of you and you're a year behind. So when you have him in your top three next year, when when he's in your top three next year, just Mm. remember where I had him the year before. Because the guy Mm. was awesome this year. There's no reason to think he's not going to be awesome next year. He -hmm. had a better season than everyone on your top 10. And most likely we'll have another great season. So number four, I can see see the blood boiling in you. You look extra red. (laughs) I am red. I'm always red. Uh, the rookie I, Creed Humphrey. I mean, if you had him at five, it would have been like cool, but you can't put him over Lindsay. It's just not. I, but he was better than Lindsay. That's the thing. Oh, just every metric so, you look at. He was an all pro, didn't miss a game. It, it's just, I don't know what you look at that you think that he's not, besides the fact that he's only played 17 games. I got nothing for you. No. Yeah, I mean, he had eight penalties. You know, three of them were ineligible downfield. So that's like kinda, a rookie you know, mistake. Half and half. Maybe, you know, that's also justifiable as, you know, he is a rookie. Hmm. Your boy Lindsay, I think, had around uh, eight as well. But, you know, or he had six. I apologize. He had six. Okay. Still. You done? You done? I'm going with Creed Humphrey at number okay. four. I just, just because he hasn't been in the league for eight years doesn't mean he's not amazing. <clears throat> and he won't be incredible next year. All righty. Well... Using the gigantic brain that I have, obviously, yeah, Yeah. I'm going to assume that since you already said a couple of these other people that your number two are probably the same as my number two, and my number four is probably your number three. So, number four, you you like that math? Were you able to keep up? Nothing about that made sense. All right, (laughs) my number four. Uh, part of that stout 
Cleveland Browns offensive line. Joel Batonio, number four, uh, four-time All-Pro, okay. one-time All-Pro, uh, played a full season, you know, this past year, like I said about um, Wyatt Teller, you know, helped pave the way for uh, Chubb and uh, Hunt, and they had a phenomenal season. Uh, he had two sacks allowed, which is, you know, respectable. Only three penalties. Yeah. Played over a 1,000 snaps. So, you know, he's reliable. Um, and uh, overall, PFF grade is a 93.6. So, you know, he's legit. Um, and number one amongst all offensive guards. Yeah. The, one of the best run blocking guards in the league. A, a top pass blocking guard. So, I mean, got the full package. What could you, what you not like? And he's a, he's a bit of a boy mammoth. You know, he grows his hair out, grows his beard out. Looks like a Very Sasquatch. True. We love it. So, Very true. Shout, out, shout out Joel. I uh, will have zero arguments, and I'm just going to roll right in. So my number three is Joel Batonio. See, like, my math guess... made perfect sense. And it's exactly what I said. Oh, no. I just couldn't understand I what I was saying. You said your four was going to be my two. You skipped three all in all. No, you, you, you weren't listening. Okay. We have to go back to the um, clearly. Honestly, when I did this rankings, I saw the top three as their own elite tier. They were probably the toughest ones to rank because I was like, I could literally move these in any direction. Because I honestly think Joel Batonio arguably had the best season this past season. Mm-hmm. Um, he was number one PFF rank, as we said, tied for number one in the run blocking, and he was number uh, two in pass blocking. Or I'm sorry, not number two, number three. Yeah. Uh, just really, I mean, this was the best year of his career. He's been in the league for, I want to say, um eight years and this was by far his best season he's definitely a, he had a good 2020 but i think he took the step up to elite elite tier and that's why he's in that top three he mm-hmm. was in consideration last year for my list i don't uh at the last possible second i think i took him off um now he was number six actually so he bumped up from to oh, number no. three yeah second team all pro uh last year and uh out there and just get, was even better this year so yeah he, he, led, yeah, he the, was... led the force he was my 2020. He was oh, he didn't even make my list in 2020. 2021. Oh no, I lied. 2020, he was number nine. 2021, he was number three. And then wow. 2022, I have a four. Not it's not an indictment. So, hold on. No, it's let's not, go back. Let's go not, back. No, let's go back it's, to this. It's so not an like, indictment. So it's on the him. Brandon Schreff. Okay. It's the Brandon Schreff effect. Okay. He has his best season of his anything. career, but Unlike Brandon Trump, who didn't move <laughs> after the best season of his career, Joel Batonio has by far the best season of his career, and yeah. goes down. That that baffles me. He, he only it went really down because I think somebody else is just so good at their position that they deserve to be higher. But I love when you go back and look at your other rankings. I feel like I keep telling you you say ridiculous things that don't make sense, and then nah. you don't believe me, and then you look at the previous rankings. No, never. And you then, and then you realize that you have no idea what you're talking about. Never. Couldn't be me. Well, I think you just, you just walked yourself into that one. So, hey, I'm chuckling. Go ahead. Tell me who your number three is. Well, my number three is a young man. Well, he's not so young now. He's 30. Man from (laughs) Youngston, Ohio, that you so rudely disrespected. Born in 1991. Weighing in at 6'3", 301 pounds. Playing center for the Los Angeles Chargers. Don't know why I say it like that. 
but you know, you gotta put a little 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 spice in there. Corey Lindsley, of course, coming in at number three on my list. I think you are a fool. I think he clearly showed how good he is by helping keep uh you know uh what's his name up afloat. I always forget the names when I'm like in the moment. What the hell is the Chargers quarterback Just, name again? Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert. There you go. He <laughs> he helped keep Justin Herbert upright. Um, you know, and obviously Justin Herbert had phenomenal rookie year, really good. Um, second year was a borderline MVP candidate at one point. Um, Very true. But yeah, I think you know, I think because he's a center, he, he doesn't get as ranked highly as the guards. But I mean, when you play over a thousand snaps, six penalties, zero sacks. Very, very all-around solid um, pass blocking and run blocking, both above 84 um, on PFF. So I I just think if you're the best of your craft at a position you deserve to be high. I mean, I had a number five last year, so I just moved him up a little bit. I just think without him, Herbert would have struggled a little more, wouldn't be able to, you know, make those plays he makes um because you know somebody else would be giving up sex so fair enough that's sound argument okay yeah all right now this is where still oh let me let's just go punish joel batonia for the best season i wasn't wasn't punish him i i could swap those two i have no problem with that but i'm gonna leave him i thought he deserved to be number three because i think for a while you know kelsey was kind of floating there we had hudson it was maybe one point the best center I think Lindsley's time is now, and he's the best center. So, except it's Creed Humphrey's time, and he's no, already surpassed he's a Lindsley. No, give him uh, another year no. or two. Yeah. Okay. Well, moving on to more controversy because I already know you're easy, you're easy to read, but I know you're number one, and this one was the toughest ranking for me. Obviously, the the one oh, and two was the toughest one. I mean, I can give you a little spoiler that I have a three P on my number two and number one. So. Fair I don't enough. think that, well, I, I wonder if that's going to happen on any of our other lists that we have the same one or two like three years in a row. Well, I can tell you I'm not because I bucked the Ooh. trend this year because you know what I thought hard and I thought long about this and this was a tough toss up and I think this is going to be probably the toughest one of any of the positions because really? unlike you I do you know when a player has the best season of their career they get rewarded it and when a player has the worst season of their career they do come down a little bit and that's what we're talking about with the number one and number two guards you're talking about one guy who's coming off his best season by you know by far and one guy that's coming off the worst by far sure and you know what maybe going forward i'd probably want the other one because there is a big age difference but i'll go right into it quentin nelson who was my number one next last year is my Uh number two this year very Mm. uh i mean listen it was a down year for him I think injuries are definitely to blame, but I'm not going to crush him. That's why I only went to number two because he's never missed a game up until this season where he missed, you know, three and then was re-injuring his ankle, leg injury, bunch of injuries. He probably needed to miss out a couple more years, but he showed his toughness by being out there and playing. I think you need to give him a little bit of credit as well because I think offensive line plays a lot to team success. When you see Jonathan Taylor running around and dominating the league, you've got to give some credit to that offensive line. So even Quentin Nelson injured, and on a beat, uh, you know, bad ankle, I think is still an elite offensive guard. So while I could not, I, you know, this was tough, 
I had to make an adjustment over the fact that my number one is coming off a career year where Joel, where Quentin Nelson's coming off of the worst year of his career. I, and I'm not even doing this as a cowboy hater either. I don't, I don't disagree with that because I think you could very easily flip a coin for this one and two because they have been by far the most clear cut best guards in the league past five years, ever since Quentin Nelson came in the league, honestly. Um, to Zach Martin, I think is a little older. Yeah, he's, he's 31. Yeah. I think, I think Nelson's like what, 20 something, 27 or something. Um, yeah. but yeah, I, I don't have any problem with that. I personally just, for me, it's kind of the same thing with uh, Brandon Sheriff, where I'm like, I know there were injuries. I know there was downtime um, where he wasn't at his peak, but I think he's the type of player that's going to bounce back and be just as good, if not better. Um, so that's why I gave him that bump to keep him at my spot. So my number two then is Zach Martin of the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Um, I think you I'm sure you'll make plenty of points. You know, he was a first team all AP all pro this year. Um, pro bowler, seven time pro bowler, five time all pro. So he's at the 2020, was it the 2010 all decade team, uh, guard. So obviously he's got an insane pedigree. Like I said, been one of the best. Um, he bounced back from last year. You know, he only played 10 games cause he had, yeah, I think he got hurt at the end of the year if I'm not mistaken. And then yeah. uh, played a full 16 games this year, um, or I guess, well, there's 17 games now. So he played almost full game, almost full season. Although they sat, I think they sat all their starters, didn't they? Ah, well, whatever. You seem like you're confusing yourself here. No, because I saw I'm still not used to the 17 week or 17 game season now. So I was like looking, I was like 16, 16, 16, and then the, the 10 game in 2021. Or 2020 and then 16 again, but whatever. Yeah, I think Dallas sat their starters the last game. Um, but yeah, one sack allowed, uh, only two penalties, over a thousand offensive snaps played. And, you know, uh, one of the best, like I was already saying this about Batonia, but this, you know, he's right behind him and one of the best run blocking guards in the league and almost one of the best pass blocking guards. Like he, like the consistency with our list is that these guards, tend to be phenomenal at both pass blocking and run blocking. So Zach Martin is a great example. Any rookie coming into the league, like he, he's someone you should look up to and say, that's like, that's how I should be playing the game. You know, a tough, tough player, you know, super, super consistent as shown by his accolades. So don't want to pump up the, the Cowboy players too much, but he's well-deserved of all the praise. Um, and I have him at number two. Fair enough. But yeah, I mean, listen, I'll get right into it because now we know it is. And this was <laughs> tough. This was tough. But look at the season he had. He was second overall grade on PFF, second yeah. overall pass blocking on PFF, and tied for number one run blocking. The guy did everything. And, it, you know, Nelson definitely had a down year. But Zach Martin, as crazy as it sounds, is getting better. His three of his best seasons on PFF rankings were the last three seasons, and they've gotten better each year. This last season was his best PFF season ever. And I think that you'll see a comparison for the rest of their career uh, with Quentin Nelson and Zach Martin. They're two guys, first-round picks, highly decorated, came in, immediately dominated. I think they both were all pros as soon as they walked in the door. But, you know, last year, Martin was clearly better than Nelson. 
sure. next year, you could probably flip a coin. They're, you know, Martin's getting better. It seems like at his older age, Quentin Nelson, you know, has been money since he entered the league. Mm-hmm. But you could say, you know, who do you want to build your team around? Martin played 16 games for me. Nelson show, showed an injury and it lingered. He was on the IR and then it re-aggravated again. I'm not, you know, he played, didn't miss a single game three years before that. But, you know, it's a coin flip, really. But Martin had the better season last year, and I think that's ultimately what put him at number one on my list, was that now last year, it was, and it really, you know, Nelson didn't play bad, but just because 80% of Quentin Nelson, Quentin Nelson is still better than, I would say, 85% of the guards in the NFL, mm-hmm. but it was still noticeable, the difference between Zach Martin last year and Quentin Nelson. Zach Martin had one of his best seasons that you're talking about in a Hall of Fame career, where yeah. Quentin Nelson's probably had the worst season in a future Hall of Fame career, what it looks like. And next year, it'll probably go backwards and they'll probably keep flipping until the, you know, one of them retires. But this year I'm given as it kills me, Zach Martin, the number one. Fair enough. Like I said, I, I don't have a problem, especially with this season coin flipping, but I think it's pretty evident that like from our lists that my list is very, what have you done for me lately? And what are you going to be doing for me? Whereas your list is how good were you last year and what is your ceiling? So I feel like you, oh, you, you, you look a lot more at the past because like, I agree with everything. Like I said, I, I don't have a problem with Martin at one, but like you look at Quentin Nelson, he had, you know, a down year, but he only played 13 games. He was injured, but the pre he's the previous three seasons, he was a all pro every, his rookie year, his second year and his third year. That is see like, that's like a, if a Creed Humphrey had that kind of stat, I'd put him in number one or two. That's consistency of being the best at your position. So for me, I don't see, I see this year as a hiccup due to injuries. And, you know, the, I mean, they had a wild, the the Colts had a weird season. Also don't forget, you know, Jonathan Taylor, who I, you know, gave a little bit of slack, um, had a phenomenal year running the ball. And who's a big proponent of that? Uh, I would say, you know, Quinn Nelson, but. You know, what's even more amazing before we even get to the running backs, I'm just going to say that, Quentin Nelson obviously had a down year. Ryan Kelly, who was on my list last year, didn't even make the top 10, who also had a down year. Yeah. Just I didn't have Ryan Kelly Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor's amazing MVP quality season was done while his two best offensive linemen had down years, which I think just puts it in more perspective how down he'll be, yeah, he he'll, be, he'll be high on my list, don't you worry. Yeah. And bad. I will say my rankings, there is a reason behind it because it's always my top 10 going into next year. And I use last year to determine how good they're going to be next year. And then next year I project how good I think they're going to be. And then I use the tiebreaker usually if I started my team where would I want them. And what it was that tilted the scale was that even though Zach Martin is older, he's showing that he's getting better. Like he hasn't hit the ceiling yet. This was his best season and he's in year eight, I think it is. Where, you know, but again, this is a coin flip. I think, you know, you're, you're talking about two guys that are head and shoulders above everyone else. And you got to reward the guy who had a better year. That's just the, 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 the tiebreaker. I think when you're talking about two guys that are just consistent money every single season. I mean, yeah, if you said who had the better year, you know, obviously Zach Martin did, but who's going to have a better 2022, 2023, I would say Quinn so, hey, well, you know, listen, building off a great year. You know, also, Zach Martin's three seasons has gotten better each year, even also, if he's a little older. You got to keep in mind that, excuse me, I mean, both both those lines went through some injuries. The Dallas Cowboys in particular, I think their line's going to struggle a little bit because they, for years and years, they were, it was like them and the Eagles were always like one of the top five, top 10 lines in the league. 
But I think Dallas is kind of on the, the decline on their offensive line. So I'll be interested to see if they, if, you know, he can help bring in some of those, the younger guys they have in there, get them up to speed and help, you know, that line sustain and keep that Prescott healthy. But um, no, I, I honestly thought when you make these, you know, rankings that you just, um, you know, you cut out all the faces of the players and you just cut them out with scissors and you just put them on a dartboard, okay. and just put a blindfold on, just throw. Like, oh, and then okay, all the nice. darts are numbered. So you're like, oh, okay, he's going to be number one. Yeah. So, oh, okay. Yeah. That, that yeah. makes logical sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming from the guy who bumped Joel Batonio down after he had pretty much <laughs> the best season of any offensive guard in the NFL. It wasn't again, a, yeah. It wasn't a bump on I'm him, the one who say. randomly, yeah. Okay. All right. I just, yeah, I, I, it just doesn't make sense. So you just, I like that we have, we're starting to have a history because then I can just go back on these and show you how horrifically they age. Cause can't wait to go see and see how these rookies age. Because I think mm. there's a couple of them that, you know, are going to make you look pretty stupid as we start moving on these rankings. But you know what? It wouldn't be the top 10 rankings if you didn't give an injustice to one of the rookies. And we started off with a bang right away. Loved it. Consistency, I got to say. We got to <laughs> give the people what they want. So, I mean. Yeah. You, you will run into it, too. There's no, uh, no, no breaks for you. Yeah. So, next episode will likely be uh... – defensive tackles so no tackles or you know d tackles and a four three so that'll be fun we'll see if fletcher cox makes the list who knows Let's see if aaron donald makes dakota's top 10 it's a stretch i don't know yeah I'll see yeah well he's been in, he's you know he's been in the late he got he got a lot of money years, i gotta i gotta deduct him for all the money he got so you know logical yeah it sounds like your kind of rating system oh it makes too much money that's a down yeah so, but good list. I mean, my, I was kind of surprised when I finished, I was surprised how that the fact that it was a three peat, not the fact that those were the players, but um, the fact that I had Quentin Nelson, number one, the past three years, again, shows how phenomenal he is. And then Zach Martin, number two, all three years shows how, you know, he's a hall of famer shows how phenomenal he's been. So this, it was good to see that we had the same one too, just different order, but I mean, we're not we're, we're, we're not too far it off. doesn't matter how good you are you will still move down on dakota's okay. list hey i'm a i'm a hard i'm a hard critic competitive you gotta you gotta show me what you got fair enough so either or well look brandon sheriff made it a, a couple spots up after his worst year if you you know disregarded him last season so joel batonio will probably be number remember, one next year remember my list is looking ahead to the to the current oh. year coming up so yeah coming from a guy who hates rookies so yeah well, Alrighty. Yeah. Well, hey. Yeah. We'll see you next time. Alrighty. Peace All right. out. I'll talk to you. Peace. See ya.